Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about a cultural shift that's underway in one of the technology companies that defines the current era in which we live. So today's show has nothing to do with real estate. But on today's show, I'm going to connect the dots as a bit of a thought experiment. I'm going to draw a parallel between the post office and Google. The post office is a utility that provides some of the basic plumbing for our society. There are private companies that have tried to compete with the post office in providing this basic transportation of goods. It is a commodity. You know it's a commodity because you simply expect it to be there. The postal service is ubiquitous. It's not conspicuous. Nobody drives down the street and says, oh cool, there's a mailbox. The post office would be more conspicuous by its absence. The post office is also unionized. The collective bargaining for employees by unions has tied the hands of the leadership at the post office. And in this discussion, the outcome has been pretty consistent across nations. We could be talking about the U.S., France, England, Canada. Attempts to innovate within the Postal Service have largely failed. This is the world of slow decision-making and bureaucracy that's come to exemplify quasi-government organizations. The technology world, on the other hand, is the world of innovation, of experimentation, Technology companies create new prototype products and services in a race to create value ahead of the competition. In some cases, the technology companies will develop a new capability internally. If they move too slowly, then they will acquire and integrate a startup company that could be a faster shortcut. Google acquired YouTube. Facebook acquired Instagram. You get the idea. These moves were made with the speed and agility of a startup. In an earlier part of my career, as vice president of engineering, I was leading the microprocessor development team that my company acquired from IBM. This was back in 2004. There were two parts of the team located in France. We had a team outside Paris and a team just outside of Nice. I used to spend about a week a month in France with the team face-to-face and naturally over the phone on a daily basis. I can tell you from first-hand experience that the goals of the business leadership is to maximize the growth of the business in order to create the opportunity for all the stakeholders of the business to benefit. That means healthy compensation for the employees. It means employee stock plans and stock options for employees. I can tell you also from first-hand experience that the goals for the union are not the same as the goals for the business. The net result of my first-hand experience was that the union representing the roughly 10,000 IBM employees in France filed a lawsuit challenging the validity of the acquisition in the courts. The net result is that all 110 employees that used to work for me ended up back at IBM, and I ended up building a new microprocessor design team in Austin, Texas, and in Silicon Valley. Only a handful of the people from France chose to relocate to the new design centers in the U.S. So when I heard this week that more than 225 Google engineers and other workers had formed a union, I was surprised to say the least. The creation of the union was revealed on Monday this week, capping years of growing activism at Google. This is a rare beachhead for labor organizations in the pretty anti-union Silicon Valley environment. Having managed people in Silicon Valley, I can tell you that talk of unions never, ever came onto our radar. The new union, called the Alphabet Workers Union, after Google's parent company, was organized in secret for the better part of a year and elected its leadership last month. The group is affiliated with the Communication Workers of America, a union that represents telecom workers and media in the U.S. and Canada. The union's creation is highly unusual in the tech industry. The tech industry has long resisted efforts to unionize. It follows increasing demands by employees at Google for policy overhauls on pay, on harassment training, on ethics, and it's likely to escalate tensions with leadership. Back in 2018, more than 20,000 employees staged a walkout to protest the company's handling of sexual harassment claims. 
only a few small union drives have succeeded in the tech industry. Workers at the crowdfunding site Kickstarter and an app development platform called Glitch won union campaigns last year, and a small group of contractors at Google in Pittsburgh also unionized in 2019. Thousands of employees in an Amazon warehouse in Alabama are about to vote on a union in the coming months. So the Alphabet Workers Union, which represents employees in Silicon Valley and cities like Cambridge, Massachusetts, and Seattle, gives protection and resources to workers who join. Those who opt to become members will contribute 1% of their total compensation to the union to fund its efforts. Now, for now, this is a minority union. It's not going to have the power to negotiate compensation on behalf of all employees. But I find this particular effort to be important because we see a company that has maintained its startup culture now being bogged down by increasing public scrutiny, a Justice Department antitrust lawsuit, and now a union movement. Companies that have had their hands tied through government bureaucracies are destined to be about as agile and as innovative as the post office. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.